force is coming into balance. And we're here to find it. I need someone to show me my place in all this. You're traveling the Junlin Wastes with Mark and Dan. The Junlin Wastes are not to be traveled lightly. A podcast exploring the issues, ideas, and imagination from the legendary Star Wars tales through the Star Wars expanded universe and beyond. Always remember, your focus determines your reality. Good evening, I'm Mark. With me is my co-host, Dan. Hey. And you are traveling the Jutland Wastes again. It is May 10th, 2020, and we're glad to be coming back here for another edition of the podcast. Uh, before we start, you know, I think we would mentioned earlier in, in, in last week's podcast that we wanted to uh, focus on the Clone Wars and their finale, which was epic. Uh, but before we go into to our analysis of that, I wanted to bring up some breaking news, which hit actually on Friday. Um which shocked me when I when I saw this, but it is it is just oozing so much coolness that Tamora Morrison, who had played Jango Fett in Episode Two of the uh, Attack of the Clones, is going to be coming on to the Mandalorian as none other than Boba Fett. I was, <laughs> I was a little yeah, bit. He, you know, he was already. I mean, he was in the Mandalorian. Boba Fett. That's confirmed now. Bo Boba Fett is well. I mean, you mean this this past season? Yeah. Really? Where was he? So you remember the the when um, they're in the desert and um, that lady accompanies like there he's with that kid who thinks he's really cool or whatever yeah and they go and then they encounter that lady and they have to take her out but then she and then whatever are you talking about the Ming Nan Wen episode yeah oh it was in that episode I'll have to so go she back. dies right yeah she, gets she does killed. and 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 then a mysterious figure walks up to her. And if you listen to the way his boots sound, they're exactly the same as. Are they clinging like Star the Star same way? Yep. Oh, like the, exactly the spurs right. and everything. Yep. Oh. And so, the, and now it's confirmed that, that was Boba Fett. That was Boba Fett. Oh, now, now this it's is. Cool, right? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Okay, re- remember years ago when when they were talking about how George was talking about how he wanted to have this live action Star Wars show, and what he was talking about was saying something like maybe we'd be look go to the cantina and, and focus on some of the people who are or, or the aliens who were in the cantina, and some people were saying, you know, that I guess you could make a show but everybody's like give, give me give me you know some some connection to skywalker give me some connection to 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 some of the bigger characters who 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 we know and and enjoy watching the stories being laid out but um i think what they're doing here in the mandalorian is really great because we you know we just found out like a, like a month or two ago that uh, ahsoka tano is going to be in the second season and we're finding out now that boba fett's going to be in here it's like they're doing the opposite like we're they're saying okay we set you guys up in that first season but now we're going to start to really bring some of like i mean i'm not going to call it fan service this is just good star wars being made because you got to have those characters who are 
in that timeline have some sort of a role in it. Not only that, but they're 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 talking about very seriously now making a Boba Fett standalone series. Oh, you think this might be sort of like a yep. uh, a spring, springboard off of the Mandalorian? Yep. That's be- oh. they, yeah, that's what they're actually talking about. And also, um, they're 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 kind of planning it apparently, and they're also planning to do an Ahsoka Thanos series. Wow, two spinoffs. Yeah, two spinoffs from from the Mandalorian. So it should. Be, I mean, they call it could all be just conjecture, but I think there's something to it. Uh, fans have been wanted a Boba Fett. Uh, film or uh, TV series. Remember, yep. Ryder was going to work on something like that. Remember that years ago. <laughs> that was our conjecture. Oh, your conjecture. Yeah, definitely. that was my conjecture, and and I think he was. But I think they got you know it's gets so you know things. We were there at that Rhode Comic Con when yeah. he uh, when you asked the question. I remember. And he was like, I can neither confirm, confirm nor, nor deny, deny. Any of this. Yeah. <laughs> So funny. Well, he did have a hand in that fantastic uh, the Mandalorian. Um, oh, well, that 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 you know, I remember I got like those like those those great vault editions of of the the like the the, the Jedi Path and, and the Book of Sith, and yep. they did one also. It was like the Bounty Hunters like ammo Code. box, and yeah, in the ammo right. box you had a book and you had all this other great great like swag in it as well too. Mm. But uh, yeah, Ryder was behind that as well too. That's I believe. so cool. Yeah, wow. yeah. But it's great yeah, that Tamora Morrison, by the way, Tamora yeah. Morrison, who we know he for those special editions of Empire Strikes Back, he yeah, voiced him. He voiced yep. him. So this is really, I mean, it's cinching up so nicely in like a nice little package. I'm really looking forward to uh, to, to to seeing what the Mandalorian has to, to show us this fall. Yeah, me too. No, I think you know, I think. Um you know, again, I really did enjoy the show quite a bit. I just didn't like how it ended, but um, I'm looking forward to it very much. But this, it's I mean, you guys, you're talking show. about you're talking about getting Boba Fett in here and Ahsoka Tano, know, two of the amazing. biggest names. Yeah. You know, especially out. I mean, this this border falls nicely into because but let's 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 break into uh, the, the the Clone Wars right now. Uh, gosh, those final four episodes, They're that great. arc was. I mean, it took it took Clone Wars, in my opinion, to, to to like such a level that we had not seen before. Even to the point when, when you saw the opening in that original font of Lucasfilm yeah, Limited. Lucasfilm, yeah, it was great. I mean, it gave you chills just seeing like, but what, what's going on here? And I think you even said like you you sent me like a, a chat saying, George George is all over this. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> I think tell. this was. I mean, we know that like. Um, like uh, Dave Filoni and George mm-hmm. Lucas are pretty close, and so like they hang out. You know what I mean? He learned at the feet of the master there, and at the same yeah. time, he's so now I, buddies with him, and he can't yeah. be good buddies with him because George is retired. So <laughs> yeah, no. So I think this has a lot to do with some some final things that George really wanted to get out uh, of the uh, of the Clone Wars. And I have to say, I really enjoyed the music, especially in the final episode. The music was so well done, and the, I don't know if they re-recorded. I'm curious if anyone out there knows like. Did they re-record that, or were those recordings that are from the prequels that they didn't use? That is an right. interesting question. The was music this? Was, yeah, yeah. The music was excellent. Was excellent. It was really cool. And they even had like the weird like choir. Exactly. Oh my gosh! I, like, like, wow, I loved that. I absolutely yeah, I don't loved think they, that. I don't think those weren't the words. So. No, but I mean the the the, the thing that yeah, we were wondering. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, even when we were watching the Clone Wars, like you know, a bunch of years ago, was when this show is ready to be done. How far are they going to take the Clone Wars show? Is it going to go right up until right before Episode Three? Is it going to go into it? And there was a lot of speculation of, well, they, they don't know yet, and 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 they, people were unsure. 
but uh, when uh, when Ahsoka is speaking to to, to Obi Wan on that <laughs> oh, that's amazing. on that transmission, Ma- and totally he amazing, and he says yeah. Anakin Anakin has has killed you know. <laughs> I was like Duke. I was, I was like, oh my god, we're we're in episode three. We yeah, are smack so dab cool. in the middle of episode yeah. three right here, yeah. and I was just tickled. To, I I stopped. I, I had the remote control in my hand. I paused and I turned to my two kids and I was like, guys, this is happening during episode three, and they were like, huh? <laughs> I said, I said, and I start like reversing everything, like where the timeline is. Remember, remember, you know, he he took the blade, you know, he took off his head and everything, and and I go, oh, like right now, you're telling me? I go, yeah, yeah, right That's now, great. this is happening. I love it. But so uh, it, it was just one of these epic. And I I was reading, of course, you were catching everybody on Facebook who was a Star Wars fan talking about this, and I I saw I forgot who had had put this down, but I thought it was such an interesting idea, even though. Even though I, I mean, we like I said, we have an a- analyzed those prequels, and you can you can look them up on our archives. But yeah. um, it just left me wondering, like, if we, <laughs> there were some parts I think of that prequel trilogy. If it was done in this way, I don't think, I don't think the fans who just don't who who don't enjoy the prequels, I think they would have looked at it from a different way. Yeah, I think you're right. I yeah. mean, just the the, the, the yeah. tension and the and the epic, uh, you know, it was just so wide open, and and the battles were glorious, and the photography was amazing, and it was you you were, you were noticing these these I think moments that because you knew what happened in episode three gave you a little bit of a chill like that when I saw Ahsoka talking to to Anakin for the last time and he's standing there and he's like looking at her and they they're they're about they're they're saying their goodbyes as they, as as one's heading off on one mission and one's heading off on the other mission and you're wondering like my gosh this is the last time that she sees him as Anakin and that the next time she sees him face to face is when he is uh, when he's when he's Vader in that uh, second season of Rebels, right? And doesn't she she kind of senses that it's in the duel she know? senses in Rebels? She she finally figures out it is Anakin. But I did wonder when she had that um, Force vision as she's as she's you know standing in front of that of the, of the bridge of the ship, and she's yeah. starting to feel Order sixty six come through. Yeah, that was amazing. I, I mean, you wonder. I mean, I, I think there is just so much incredible amount of confusion, and I have to give Ashley Eckstein just an amazing amount of credit for the way that she portrayed Ahsoka in these last few episodes. It, it, yeah. I, I thought she did such an amazing job, and it really, to me, solidified the idea that the Clone Wars, the Clone Wars show, while it certainly gives us, you know, the Obi Wan and Anakin their stories like i mean this really it gives so much you know backstory into into their friendship and their tension together that may yeah. have been missed in the in the prequels i have to say that 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 clone wars this this is this is the story of ahsoka tano yeah that, like from oh, beginning to end yeah. this is her story yeah, for sure. this is her story and i think yeah. the, the genius of dave filoni is the fact that i think he may have had this in mind right at the beginning even when he was in he talks about this i was saying to uh about the, the the character of ahsoka that that when she first gets on here nobody's gonna like her this oh, idea that cool. anakin has that a padawan said, really? yeah he said i he oh, told so even cool. i think he told, he told ashley Eckstein saying like you're gonna have to understand that 
you're going to be taking a lot oh, of, so cool. of flack as really? like you know this little kid this little you know um this little girl who's 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 going with Anakin on mission it just it didn't seem like it meshed up and it didn't work in our eyes because when you see episode 2 and episode 3 you're like he he's not the type of guy who would have had a a, a, a padawan he would have never gotten that but the way that you know no. 7 seasons later you're like yeah. He, of course he had a Padawan. Of course. There was no other <laughs> yeah. way he could have gone. And and the, the genius of Dave Filoni is that he made it work. He made it yeah, completely work. Let's go. I had a, I, re, I jotted down a couple takeaways from from this uh, from this season of Clone Wars. And I just wanted okay. to go over it, bounce it off of you. And maybe if you sure have right. also some takeaways with it, you can also throw it in. Um, like yeah. I said, the, fir- the, the first takeaway, of course, I, I, I just mentioned is that uh, this this is the story of Ahsoka Tano. And I, I, I think that this really, the last four episodes solidify her as one of the heavy hitters key characters in this saga and even though we do not see her in any of the movies <laughs> uh the fact that she's coming on the mandalorian and the fact that these four last episodes show really what part she had in the history of of like the 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 order 66 era i i really think that this this really sets her apart from like other Jedi. Now I'm not to say the other Jedi who who, did, who had a part in the in in like episode two and three didn't didn't deserve their roles in there. But obviously um uh, Ahsoka Tano did a did a lot more than than Ayla Sakura or Kiadi Mundi, at least in in those episodes that that we saw. Um yes, there are expanding universe stories that have them in 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 action um obviously those are legend episode uh, legend tales but uh, still i think that this this really put her up as as you know as one of the as I, I think this is i mean you could tell me what you think do you think she's at the same level of hero as ray is well i, I yeah I'm, i don't know i mean i, I don't mm-hmm. think she's she quite reaches that height okay um, just i mean you know, uh, look, Ray is an ep- is a totally epic character, and I mean, she's Palpatine's granddaughter. I mean, it's you know, she trained with Luke Skywalker. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, Ahsoka trained with with Anakin, but um, I don't think she's she's not like, you know, she's not the ultimate destroyer of evil. She's a force for good, um, and the fact that they they took a character who just didn't exist and then they made her relevant, you know, is amazing. Yeah, I mean Ray is as is epic, and she kind of she kind of saves the universe, you know. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and Ahsoka is a little bit of a uh, writ small, you know. She's a little bit of a smaller character, but still very wonderful, amazing character. I know there are people going to be like, no, she's like she's better than Ray because she has Leku coming out of her head. But like that's kind of stupid. Like Ray was amazing. Yeah, Ray, Ray obviously was amazing, but I think that the the story of Ahsoka Tano has that. I mean, the, just the amount of. I mean, granted, this we're a week or a week or so out of watching this last episode of uh, yeah. of, of Clone Wars, so it's still it's still shaking me a little bit here. So that's probably why I'm thinking those thoughts. But still, I think it's it's a great hero that we have here, um, who's part of that that uh, that prequel era. And I think um, she she's now looks like she's going to be heading into the uh, the original trilogy era. So that's uh, that's I, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to see what role she has to play in the Mandalorian. And 
Yeah, and, and if and, and yeah, all, for I'm, sure. I'm hoping that come come November, when Rhode Island Comic Con is uh, supposed to happen, that uh, we will get the opportunity to to chat with uh, Ashley Eckstein. Uh, oh, we'll that'd be, be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting her. Hopefully, the world this will be a little bit better, and we'll be able to get to, 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 to the convention. Yeah, but when is that again? It, it's in November. November. In November. So there's some time, some time to see what happens. But um, I'm not holding my breath. Um, yeah, <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Uh, the second takeaway that I had out of this was that, and I may have this is probably what I've just mentioned as well too, is I just feel like the depth of the, of these final four episodes just widens. The, the playing area when we when we watch something like episode three like when we watch it again we're gonna have all of this in the back of our heads of like all this is going on at the same time and then even a crazy thought came into my head like can you imagine if somebody said yeah. we're gonna try to make the live action version of those four episodes <laughs> last clone wars episodes to try to fit into that live action episode three that would be so cool well, that'd be interesting to see it would be really cool yeah i'd like that um yeah. Third takeaway, yeah, is please. That, as while this is obviously the, the tragedy of Anakin is certainly taken to a new level, I think after this yeah, episode, I definitely. think I think I'm also seeing now, and I didn't think about this until we saw that third episode where where Order sixty six comes through, and Ahsoka comes face to face with Rex, who is under orders to execute her. And, yeah, that and, was crazy. And I, it's the first time that I'm actually. Maybe not the first time, because I have had some very like you know, empathetic feel for for some of the clones. This yeah. really shows how the clones themselves were how incredibly manipulating these these they were. Okay, they're clones, but at the same time, you you, you have to understand that they have personalities. They are they are people. They are they are part of. I mean, while they absolutely man, and and that's part of the, like part of this tragedy which i never even thought about like okay it, during when i'll just see like episode two and episode three together you just yeah it's a tragedy of anakin and the clones well whatever they're clones they're just a bunch of clones right like right they're just another it's like, like another battle droid yeah totally but the show it turned it on its head a little bit and gave us like reason to to be empathetic for them yeah did you feel the, the same way or was it did you absolutely see it? Yeah, yeah no i i really uh I really felt for them. I really wished, uh, you know, especially with Rex. You know, I mean, he's such yeah. a, he's, you know, he's such a good guy. They all were. Um, it kind of brings up this ethical issue in terms of cloning, and you know, they like didn't they like clone someone in China or something like last year? Oh, like really? They've, they've already yeah, they actually cloned a baby. Yeah, that's incredible. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of creepy, and uh, and uh, yeah, and so like it brings up this ethical thing. Like, if you start cloning people, like, what's like, you know, they're still people, even though they're exactly. a genetic copy of someone. And like, it, you know, genetics only works in terms of, um, I mean, it, it works as its own thing, but it also works in terms of expression. And, and that has to do with the environment. So the yeah. same exact genetic being could be totally different based on the environment that they're in. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's so um, it brings that it brings up a pretty cool ethical dilemma. And I think we're we're feeling that as we watch these as we watch these episodes because I mean you see I mean the idea that I thought this was an interesting idea that that they put it was a chip in their head yeah and originally I thought it was like they had completely genetically had made them so that it's within their DNA 
that they can't escape that 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 fate as soon as they hear Order sixty six come through. They can't right, escape they have it. To do it, yeah. But the fact that Rex is able to get out of it, and and I was this is this is my fourth takeaway that I that I, I got okay, out of this I'm with you. is that yeah. you know that uh, if if Disney when they had bought Lucasfilm had not axed the Clone Wars as they did after season six. Yeah, because we were seeing they were they were they were planning to show Rebels where Ahsoka and Rex reunite. I think that moment would have been so much heavier and moving if we had seen these final four episodes of the Clone Wars prior to seeing what happened to oh, Rebels. To Rebels, yeah, yeah. totally. And it's like one of the storytelling moments that you just like you can't get back. I mean, okay, we saw Rebels yeah. and we know they eventually meet up again. So you yeah. knew that that they that Rex doesn't kill her or that Ahsoka doesn't kill off Rex or they don't end up battling each other. So it was just the one. It was one of those areas where you're just like, gosh, they, I really wish history had gone a different way and they had let the that Clone Wars uh, season seven happen after after Disney had bought it. But I mean, yeah, well, they didn't know they didn't know how lucrative it was or how much people would like it. You mm-hmm. know, so I mean, one of the one of the issues it brings up is, you know, they. Uh, the problem with a corporation uh, is that they run everything only to make money. And so, yep. you know, that runs into issues in terms of creative license. So, yeah. um, you know, I think with the movies that they can give a little more license because they kind of know that like if they're going to do well. Although with Solo, that was a pretty interesting thing for them. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Although I think some of the main criticisms of Solo had to do with just kind of a backlash from The Last Jedi. Um, yeah, I mean, that storyline is its interesting you bring up Solo because yeah. my fifth takeaway from this, uh, you yeah. know, I, I don't consider myself the biggest fan of, of Darth Maul. And I think while I've always yeah. enjoyed his portrayal in episode one, more because of the fact of Ray Park's amazing fight choreography and the fact that we get to we get to meet Ray Park and he's just so a, cool. He's just yeah. a cool guy. <laughs> you know. I think these episodes push this character into some new territory. And with all this that happened here, I think I would love to see a character story for him go forward that leads us up to maybe those events in, in, in the solo movie and maybe push it beyond that for a sequel to solo. Um, I mean, rebel shows his defeat at the hands of Obi-Wan Kenobi, but I'd really like to see more of this story now. And I think another, another uh, voice actor who did such an amazing job in this last four episodes was Sam Whitwer. Oh man, guys, amazing. Maul. I mean, you were getting chills. I mean, when he's sitting here, he's saying, He's predicting this whole thing. My master has is is close to completing his plan, and everybody oh, else no, around so him is, doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, who? What are you talking about? You know, it's Dude, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he what knows what's going to happen. He's knowing what's going to happen. Yeah, he told he does know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's scary. And you know, the thing about Maul is is so interesting that he is he really is a bad guy. Yeah. Um, well, that whole temptation but, of Ahsoka. You, you, you thought in your head, my gosh, is, okay, yeah, he's evil, but is he saying what he's saying? Really, it's almost like we were listening to, to a little, like a, a, a same scenario where where Kylo was trying to convince Rey to join him. Well, right, well, there's that, that runs through all of the films, man. You have Duke, you know, it originally starts in Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. you know. You know, join me. Oh, yeah. We'll rule the, uh, the true, galaxy as father true, and son. True. And then it comes back again in... Um, you know, Revenge of the Sith. Right. You know? Right, right. Together we can rule the galaxy. We don't have to whatever anymore. We can do what we want. We can yep, do things yep. that we want. 
you know. Um, and then it comes back even before that when Dooku says, you know, together we'll dis- we'll de- we'll destroy the Sith, you know. And Obi Wan yeah, says, right. "I'll never Good. join you, Dooku." So this whole thing of Good like using point. the truth to try to tempt. The bad guy using the truth to try to ensnare a good person uh, and turn them bad. Yeah, you know, yeah. because oftentimes it's not like it's 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 this whole concept. I think it's a really fine moral point. Like you know, siding with someone. You know, my enemy. You're. You know, uh, my enemy's enemy is my friend. Like it does. That's yeah. not. That's not. A, that's not a value that the Jedi had. Yeah, you know, um, no, like who you side with is actually important because they're going to have an influence on you. Yeah, and if you side with someone evil, even if the cause is good, you're you're gonna some of that evil is going to rub off on you. Well, that I think was what Soka was was I think telling him in this duel. Like, you could see that there was maybe a part of her that was tempted, just because of the fact that she left the Jedi Order, that she is hearing him say this and, and and she holds her ground she holds her ground and, and basically tells him you know you're 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 barking up the wrong tree here even to the point when she releases him and she tells him i hope don't make me regret this like okay you're my distraction you're on your own i don't really care what happens to you but bye and i mean you, you see certain things about that where she is i i think in one sense she's tempted and in another sense she she just is trying to get rid of him um, well, you also see. I mean, Maul is—he's kind of—he's—he's a tragic figure. I mean, like, I mean, he really got screwed over by the Emperor. I mean, it was really—he you know. is totally, yeah. What 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 the Emperor thought he wasn't. Like, you read someone like maybe like Darth Plagueis, or maybe you read some of the early stories, of, or when they talk about Maul. I mean, it, it, literally, I think he—you know—Palpatine used him more as like you know like a like a pit bull terrier or something. To see, like, go get that guy, as opposed to totally. uh, to 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 being, yeah, the wolf pulled over his eyes, Maul. He Absolutely. was he, he was like he thought he was gonna be like you know, you know, the rule of two. I'm gonna be the one who gets to knock him off and be the one who's gonna be in charge of everything. Um, and for a little bit, uh, I guess when he goes off and and becomes the head of uh, Crimson Dawn, um, or Crimson Sun, they. Uh, he has that power at least a little bit. Uh, I mean, we certainly see at the end of Solo when he, when he's there talking to uh, to Kira, you know, and then he ignites his lightsaber. It's almost like you know, wow, he is still, he is still the the, the vicious, vicious, you know, force bearing, you know, former Sith Lord who 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 yeah, has oh, power. Yeah, I love that scene. It's yeah, that's a great scene, and the fact that he turned to organized crime is so is so interesting. Mm-hmm. And like I, I mean, said, I think I said, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a theme that runs through Star Wars, also, especially the prequels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Well, um, this this leads to. I mean, you do have all those episodes in Rebels where, you know, him and Ezra, you know, after Ahsoka, here's another, here's another Force sensitive that he's trying to pull onto his side. Yeah, isn't yeah, that amazing? Sure. Yeah, I think yeah, I like said Sam Witwer. I think did an amazing job, and I, I oh, he's great. He's another. He's another. Uh, another uh, voice actor who I hope one day I'll be able to have the opportunity to to meet, get an autograph, and put, although oh, I yeah, will I mean, tell you, if I, if I do get an autograph from Sam Witwer, it's going to be for the uh, for for Star Killer in the Force. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, man, unbelievable. Uh, last yeah, take, I mean, last takeaway yeah. here. Oh, did you have, right, a, did you have yeah. anything else you want to add on that, Dan? No, go ahead. Yeah. No. Uh, the last takeaway is that uh, Filoni, I think, Dave Filoni basically made uh, the extended version of Episode Three in the truest George Lucas fashion that I can imagine. And I think yep. the fact that he added that final scene of Vader in the snow 
finding Ahsoka's lightsaber in with that, I forgot what that creature's called, that flying creature that we see in Rebels flying overhead. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the owl. Yeah, yeah, the owl. Uh, it yeah. was, it, for me, that was like the icing on the cake. I mean, gosh, you got to see Vader in the armor. Well, I mean, in a, in a way, so Anakin and Ahsoka were kind of like the brother and the sister in that, in that extended thing in uh, yes. the Clone Wars. Yeah. They kind of mirror that whole, you know, dark oh. sun and light. The Mortis you know, trilogy daughter. you're talking about. Oh, yeah. that's I never thought about that. That and is that's, so interesting. Yeah, and that's I think why they had the owl, which was a symbol of the daughter, and the light oh, side. Oh, and like well, he's standing there, so it's almost like they they were like you know you've got like patterns and then patterns within patterns, and then they, they everything mirrors itself. So mm-hmm. like they were like brother and sister, you know, um, very much like Luke and Leia. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, very, I mean, they weren't obviously. I mean, she had like you know things growing out of her head, so they weren't. But, but they were in spirit, kind of brother and sister. Well, I think they you know? they they made the story. They, I mean, Filoni did such I think a great job of pacing the story to show her from you know when you watch that that first the first four episodes of the Clone Wars back in two thousand eight or nine, whenever it came out. Uh, you, 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 like I said, you just couldn't tell, like, how is this going to work? This is, it's like a little teenage girl. Okay. She's a force sensitive, but you got Anakin Skywalker and, and yeah. even Anakin doesn't know, but, but, but Yoda says totally. something to, at the beginning of that movie saying like, you know, the, the, he, he needs to have this, he needs to have this. And maybe Yoda sensed the, the, the darkness in Anakin, even at that time. And, and thought that this had maybe this was going to be the way to, to 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 lead him away from his uh his his darker angels so to speak, from from getting him. But, well, yeah, uh, and it, it yeah no, and it could be um, yeah, it could be Yoda had a vision that you know somehow, like that, that like you know that he had not only just, I mean his relationship with Padme was positive, but you know uh, he had just a purely platonic relationship, you know. Um, well, that's was, what that, that's, that's what I'm what saying. Is, is. Yeah. yeah. So he, he he almost he was almost like her father to a degree. Mm-hmm. He kind of raised her, um, and, you know, and and he was he had a very paternalistic attitude to her towards her in a way, and he was very proud of her. So I think that that it could be that what they're getting at is that that kind of allowed him the space to imagine what might have been with his son had he not turned to the dark side, mm. and that could have been what actually turned helped to turn him back. So she could have a bigger role than we realize you know when you kind of get into it it's interesting you talk about it in, in that way because um, i mean I, i'm remembering like i mentioned earlier that scene of of anakin and ahsoka just looking at each other for that last time it reminded yeah. me of the last time that anakin looks at obi-wan when yeah. when, when he tells obi-wan he goes I, I'm, I'm sorry i've been such a mess up lately and and i know and you could sense that that after especially after you know everything in the clone wars uh, animated show where you you obviously get the idea that Obi Wan knows full well that Padme's wife and and that there is a child on the way and and the fact that you know it just just this I love these episodes just the, the, the depth yeah. is, is 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 astounding me over this last week yeah when it's I'm, pretty amazing yeah I, it's very go, subtle I haven't watched it. a second a second round yet but I plan to do that it's like I plan to do that go back to the Mandalorian again and then watch the Mandalorian making of uh, specials that they have on right now so yeah that um, looks amazing yeah yeah no I mean it's just, you know when when um, you know when they're in there's that scene in Revenge of the Sith where she says he says 
he says her Obi-Wan was here and she says, yeah, he's worried about you. Yes. Yes. And, and, and she says he wants to help us. And he kind of gets kind of upset, and he says, "You know, we don't need his help. Mm-hmm, this baby mm-hmm. is a blessing." Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's such an intense scene. Like, like you can already see him. Like he kind of resents Obi Wan meddling, and he, you know, it's almost like he wants to keep it a secret. You know. Yep. Like yep. the bottom line is like, and I think this is where Ahsoka comes in. Like she still remained a Jedi, even though she left the Jedi Order, and it's something that, frankly, he didn't have the guts to do. Like she, yeah. you know, she she, re, she left the Jedi yeah. Order and basically gave them the bird and was like, "See you later," and I'm and she's still a Jedi. She still used her powers, and, that, and he couldn't yeah. do that. Yeah. He was too much into the kind of I don't know, like the the almost like the honor of being a Jedi Knight. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't. He really like, wanted that promotion to master. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, and so he, he was willing to do anything. Let him go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, had he been more of an honest person, he would have said, "I'm no longer a Jedi. I'm with my wife and my kids, and I'm keeping my lightsabers and leave me alone." You mentioned what were they going to do to him? Yeah, they gonna try to attack him. I mean, they're nothing. They're going to. They're not going to be able to do anything to him. So he, he but he, he could have then, had he been able to face himself the way she did, mm-hmm. um, he could have. You know, so it's funny. So it's almost like this reverse. You know the 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 student can oftentimes be the best teacher if the teacher is paying attention. Interesting. But he wasn't paying attention to what she was teaching him at all. God, the the, the depths of this thing. It's is, amazing. Uh, it's really interesting. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, mean, I think it's gonna be something we're gonna be like bringing up quite a bit, especially the fact that we know that uh, we have not seen the last of Ahsoka Tano in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, and so. I, and also, I mean the, that you know. Uh, I think when you when you start to get into this level of depth of a character and like meaning and these kind of these double levels or triple levels of meaning and references and it's I think it's to me it's obvious that George Lucas was involved with this like there's just no I mean it's obvious yeah I mean you know like, come on come on it's too well connected to all the story ideas throughout all the, the trilogies actually well George even said like when when Clone Wars was first put on he's like this is this is canonical. This is canonical story. This is my story that I'm, that I'm, that I'm wanting to tell. At least I know that he he did have a. I mean, the last thing I think he had his hand in was in that Mortis trilogy. That was oh, his cool. story. That oh, was that's his story. cool. Wow. Speaking of that's the Mortis tr- of the Mortis trilogy, did you have anything yeah. else you want to say, Dan, about the about Clone Wars? No, just a, a general question is: yeah. Do you think Star Wars fans will ever be satisfied? <laughs> <laughs> well. I, I, I doubt it, but uh, that's that's right. who we I mean, are. If, if what if someone had come to us and like some like weird like like prophetic person had been like, oh my god, by the way, there's going to be a sequel trilogy about Palpatine's granddaughter and how she defeats evil. We would have been so floored. We would have been yeah. like, yeah. oh <laughs> my god, that is too good to be true. You know, and now everyone's not everyone, but a lot yeah. of people are like, well, I don't know, it could have been a lot better. Like what is that? That's I I me. think I what think like, are we come- ever going to be sad? Come on, it was great. It, it wasn't exactly <laughs> what you wanted. All right, new. No. What is? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, look. Uh, am I sitting here saying that there are there aren't things that I probably would have liked to see in the sequel trilogy? No, but I still think that the whole package put together, especially because of what we saw in Episode Nine, uh, that uh, it it. It's a great story. I get a lot of enjoyment out of it, and and I think that uh, those who are 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 unhappy with it, 
Um, I, I I don't have to tell you. I mean, I I feel bad well, that. Look, <laughs> so, no, but what I'm saying is I'm kind of also with them because like we feel like we own it so much, and we're like, well, I wish they would have done this. I wish they would have done this. I mean, <laughs> but that's kind of how you know it's a good Star Wars movie because you don't want it to end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I wish they could have done this, or they could have done this, or they could have, you know. And uh, well, we're so still just, there's people out there thing, looking but... for for episode ten, eleven, and twelve. <laughs> well, yeah. Did you hear about uh, Taiko Waititi and his new movie? I I heard he's going to direct a Star Wars movie, but I didn't yeah. know where where which direction we were going with this. Yeah. Okay. So we did. I think we talked about that already last week. Did he? Did, we did he? About that? I don't think I don't we know. did. No. Oh, okay. So I I don't know. What I mean, kind of movie are we looking at? Well, I think we're looking at the High Republic. I mean, I think that's the next. That's the next movies they're going to do. Ah. Uh, okay. So you're thinking that this 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 art or this new don't, initiative, especially coming out in August with all these new titles and comics and, and yeah, and it's books, a lead up. That this is going to be a lead up to something that totally. we're actually going to see. Okay. So we're talking about a thousand years prior to the Skywalker storyline. Yeah, and I think I mean because that was look they had Benioff and Weiss, the guys who did uh, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and then they took off because they got a better deal with Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, okay, uh, yes. but they were they were going to do they, that's what they were going to do. Like we know that they were going to do a, it was like a Game of Thrones esque kind of you know thing. Okay, and and um, and it was going to be in set in the Old Republic, but. We know now it wasn't the the old old republic. It was the quote high the old republic. high republic. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Which, this uh, as you pointed out, we have yes. plenty of that here in Massachusetts. <laughs> oh God, I just uh, whatever. Anyway, I mean, sorry. Go on. Yeah, I just wonder if they could have cut off with them. I mean, were they? Were they high? Were they? Were, were they, exactly. well, they, were, they, are, they are in California. It's totally legal there. No, I understand I mean, that. But I just so uh, of they, things. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be going. You're going through like you know names of of eras in the Star Wars universe. Are you trying to tell me that that was the best that they could come up with was the High Republic? I mean, <laughs> right. seriously. No, I, I mean, no, I'm with I'm with you on that. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, here's another question. Yes, this, uh, is do you think we'll ever see a Jedi Knight that's the spitting image of Bob Ross. <laughs> that would be funny. Because um, he had that, don't, I, don't you, he has a kind of Jedi quality to him. Oh, totally. Right? Oh, he's gosh, like a, totally. He's a Jedi. I mean, he was right? one, he's so peaceful and loves In Kotor, animal. he would have been the guy who, who had been holding, I think, like the green lightsaber, who was like, uh, what was it? I forgot. What the counselor. Was. Yeah, maybe that. He was much more into, like, you know, the, the, the cerebral aspects of, 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 of Jedi life as opposed to, jumping into a battle he'd rather talk himself out of the battle and sit down and paint a picture as opposed to breaking out uh, a double-bladed lightsaber and fighting uh fighting some some sith you know those games were amazing because like i still remember the feeling when i got my double-bladed lightsaber in kotar 2 oh yeah oh yeah it's like oh my god well i was amazing (laughs) i couldn't believe i mean it was when when basla sean was there and and that was her weapon i was like oh my god i get to play with that that's so like, cool. oh, wow. It's, it's interesting we bring up KOTOR right now because I wanted to bring up a topic that I had sent to you uh, yeah. from an article um, okay. regarding uh, one of our favorite uh, Knights of the Old Republic characters of all time and probably one of my favorite Expanded Universe characters of all time is Darth Revan. Um, I know that Amazing. I, it's funny. As I'm looking around the, uh, the studio here, the yeah. studio, the offshoot office off of my uh, bedroom, uh, with, with my Star Wars swag, 
Uh, yeah. Gosh, it's incredible the the, the, the Darth Revan uh, swag that I got here. I have that fantastic Gentle Giant Premier Guild statue that I think I showed Dude, you. Dude, that thing uh, that thing is so amazing. It is it's sick. It's lovely. unbelievable. And then, Unbel- I have, then I have hanging on the opposite wall here. Uh, I remember getting this off of like maybe two years ago on a, on a Black Friday sale from Herofied Art, our, our buddy Robert Herofied. Uh, I I think one. His his image of Darth Revan in in, in, in the full metallic. Oh, it's so good. You know. And oh, you got you bought the actual metal one, didn't oh, you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he, it's so cool. He's like man. this. So this amazing. is one of those ones he said that I I remember when I I, I asked him like hey, can I get that? He said yeah. He said that, that's gonna look really awesome in metal. He said that's just it's just it's perfect for the medium, and it's been on my wall now. It doesn't come off. It's right next to actually the uh, the print I have of, uh, of of Darth Malak that I had signed by voice actor Raphael Ferrer at a at Terrificon a couple of years ago. Oh, and I also cool. have, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Right, it's, right, I, right. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll take a picture of this and put it on. Wipe the, uh, this pathetic print yeah. <laughs> from the face of the galaxy. <laughs> that and and I just recently got a uh, a, a herified uh, bookmark of Darth Revan, and I had recently gotten a the autograph on a copy of that great image of uh, the, the novel Revan by Drew Carpetian, signed yeah. by Spencer Garrett, who is the voice actor of Revan in the Old Republic. So, oh, cool, really? So in, in case you were wondering uh, how much I liked Earth Revan, uh, yeah, I think he's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. You know, that game, by the way, I mean, the Old Republic, that game is pretty cool. If you know how to play it, um, it, there's some amazing stories in there. Well, there's amazing. an arc that has Darth Revan in it, correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a whole uh, story arc in there. Uh, uh. That's a really fun game, and it's super cheap now. And um, oh, I forgot. Did I tell you, I also got from adding uh, to my Revan collection. I got the light side Revan figure from GameStop. No way. Yeah. What? It's, oh, it's, like, can you send me a well, picture? I, of that? Yeah, I will. Right. My, my my kids were playing. Uh, I think on the bus as they drive to as as, as they go to school. Uh, when there was school, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, on their way to yeah. school. Back when there was school, Galaxy of Heroes. Uh, oh yeah, sure. Cool. Game and Revan yeah. is part of that game, so they oh, do really? know him. Yeah, yeah. Oh cool. So I want to refer to this article here that I that I saw. Um, sure, you sent I saw it this me, on yeah. Inverse. Inverse.com okay. had this article here, and it's called "Darth Revan's Ghost Was Going to Be in the Clone Wars." Let me read a couple some lines. Sure, go this, ahead. Yeah. this is really interesting. A dangerous and legendary Sith Lord who lived thousands of years before the rise of the Galactic Empire nearly appeared in legit Star Wars canon as a dark side spirit. In a newly released unaired scene from Star Wars The Clone Wars, the Force Ghost of Darth Revan from Knights of the Old Republic is clearly advising the Sun, another ethereal dark side user, as to how best to convert Anakin Skywalker. First introduced in the episode Overlords, the character known as Sun is 100% part of the actual Star Wars canon. In a kind of netherworld, Sun represented the dark side and dueled with his sister named Daughter, who fought for the light. Anakin and Obi-Wan briefly encountered these beings, but now it looks like Sun answered to a higher power. The spirits of old school dark side baddies, and their primary spokesperson was none other than the ghost of Darth Revan. Wow, now, cool. It says here the deleted scene was released by the official Star Wars Rebels YouTube channel on on, on a certain day. Uh, the previous deleted uh, scenes of the unaired eighth season of Clone Wars, the animation Whoa. dialogue, and the sequence are somewhat incomplete. Nonetheless, the ghostly Sith Lord speaks to the sun is definitely Darth Revan, which, which is so interesting because we know that the story of Darth Revan, at least from Kotor, is 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 redemption. 
Or so we thought. Or so we thought. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I you know, Yoda says, like, always, you know, the future is always in motion, you know. But, uh-huh. but the past is always in motion, too. Like, you can't see back. It's not clear oftentimes what happened a really long time ago. Oh, you know, okay. I mean, if you look at like recent history, it's kind, it's pretty, pretty clear what ha- has happened. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it depends who you ask. I mean, multiply that by you know, a thousand or two thousand years, and it gets really confusing what actually. Oh, happened. so maybe maybe the story that we know of Revan isn't exactly as as, as we've seen it. You're saying? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. But but the, the fact that bringing in this character. Into such a, I mean, if it's on Clone Wars, it would be, and you know, it kills me that they didn't, that this was not, this is dropped off on on, on the cutting room floor. Oh, totally. But, um, but at the same time, you know, um, I wonder why they are doing right now. You know, we have this Galaxy of Heroes game which has Darth Revan in it. You still have the Old Republic game that people are are are, are somewhat playing that that Darth sure. Revan is in that as well too. The fact that they just had like this release of this character. Uh, a, a six-inch black series figure of Darth Revan, I think, shows that, that there is such interest in this character's story. And for me and you, when you've played that KOTOR game, and when you've read the book by Drew Carpetian, and you see, I mean, it is such an incredibly deep story about about a a, a dark lord who is saved and and it is it's it turns on its head i mean it's 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 such a great story on its own like yeah yeah, it follows a lot of like maybe the the uh the 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 motifs that you would find in the skywalker saga but it's it can stand on its own as 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 its own great saga oh definitely yeah no it's amazing do you think we're going to see a revan that is uh well I don't know, but I know there are rumors that they're gonna re they're either gonna they're gonna remake an H D version of Kotor. Like a full like full Oh really? Yeah, for console. Yeah. Yeah, there's been rumors, but it's more it's more substantial now. I mean there's been rumors like that for a while, but you never know. I mean there's new consoles coming out. I still have yet to play Jedi Fallen Order. I really it's supposed to be amazing. Yeah, I have I haven't hit that yet, although um I guess there. I mean, is 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 this coming Christmas season supposed to be a, uh, a, a another next gen release for uh, for Xbox and uh, PlayStation? I th- I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I I'm sure they're work. I know they're working on something. I don't know what the release schedule is. Though. Okay. I'm not sure. That would be great. I mean, uh, but I do want to. I want to play this. Uh, I mean, I, I rented it. It was it was really good actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very enjoyable. Um, Pretty hard game too. It's gonna be a Darth Revan game. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) That would be be amazing. Yeah, yeah. 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 I kind of want like Skyrim, but with Jedi. Oh, is that why? Okay, that's it. Yeah, and instead of like a giant open one open world country, I would like 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 a dozen planets. Like, oh, that's that could be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine like ten planets, like all Skyrim level, but set in the Star Wars universe? Yeah, man. Gosh. <sighs> oh man, can you? Ma- I mean, because Sky. I mean, Skyrim is kind of the. It's still the. Do you still the, play it? The bar. I, from time to time, I kind yeah. of go back. It, it's a, especially the, with the music. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just it's it's very like relaxing. It's like oh, I love I love this part of the world. And you like sit there watch the sunset and then like an orca taxi or something. You're like ah, you kill it. And I don't know. It's sort of like Some, the the feel that you would get when you were playing Kotor. You'd be walking around, you know. Uh, 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 oh, uh, 
Terrace. Terrace, yeah. You hear yeah. the oh, nice calming music. All of a sudden, the next thing you know, Darth Malak is there bombing the city. So <laughs> right, no, it's, it, it, these. I mean, but they could make now really like a sophisticated Star Wars game. I mean, the truth is, the Jedi Fallen Order is pretty sophisticated. They have them going to multiple planets, and yeah, it, it's pretty cool stuff. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see. Um, uh, a buddy of mine played and said, like he said, like as a Star Wars fan, you just you have to play it. Like it's really good. I guess we're gonna have to. Yeah, we gotta do it. I guess yeah. we're gonna have to. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, man. I think we, that's. Uh, I think we're gonna great. call. We're gonna call the night here at the uh, TJW podcast. Uh, bottom line, uh, love the Clone Wars. I thought that amazing. was amazing. Yeah. Uh, and if I could see uh, Darth Revan in any canonical form, I think that uh, we're both going to be uh, really, uh, really excited about uh, the prospect. Of, actually, with 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 Revan be in that high republic era or is that too soon for him or too too late for him i think that's too i think it's too late i mean there was a whole thing where like he was like frozen or something and time stasis but kotor is kotor's about five thousand years right prior yeah. to okay yeah so this one's yeah. about a thousand years before yavin but so, i know i mean there is some some storyline where he's frozen in time mm-hmm. oh i didn't so, realize that oh yeah well, that could be interesting. Um, they find him like later. I, I'm not sure. There's something about it. it's in the old Republic. I, don't, I, old I never got that far in the game, but maybe um, next week we can we can get maybe I can find out some more information about the High Republic and some of the titles. Maybe we can go through it and, and, and give like a little uh, a little uh, review of what we're what we think we're going to be seeing. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. That could be cool. Uh, right. But 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 Clone Wars good for you. Thumbs up. Totally. Yeah. Double Total thumbs, thumbs up. up. That's awesome. great. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, right, cool. if you want to check us out, you can always, you know, we now are, have our uh, our show on YouTube. So be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we'll put a link a link into that, into the Facebook page that you can easily click into. Check us out on our Facebook page, the Traveling Journal Waste Podcast. And you can also still, of course, listen to us on iTunes as well as from the blog itself, journalandwastepodcast.blogspot.com. And uh, if you have anything you want to let us know, message us on the Facebook page or send us an email. Yeah, or leave a comment on the YouTube channel. We'd love YouTube to hear channel, from you. channel, yeah. We'd love to see some, some more comments on there. Let us know what you yeah, think of the show think, on, yeah. on, on YouTube. And, uh, you know, we want, we want to connect to, 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 yeah. to you guys in, in, in more than one way, I guess. We want you to join <laughs> the discussion. Absolutely. I would love yeah. to do that. I would yeah. love to do that. But uh, that's all for us now. So for myself, I'm Mark. I'm Dan. And you have to travel the gentleman waste once again. Have a good night, all.